The Bones by Marin Morris and Jose here on Hit Radio 100. We are KOKUFM in Hagatnya, Guam, a division of Moy Communications. And my name is Raiden Carter. A good afternoon to you. It's 4 o'clock, so you know what that means. All throughout this month of September, we have welcomed in independent Guahan into the studio. And right now, Michael Luhan Bavakwa is with us in studio. And today's a special episode. Is that right, Michael? It is. It is a very special episode because hopefully today you're not just going to hear from me. You're going to hear from yourselves. We're having questions. We're having people call in and send questions via social media. And so today will it be will be about what you want to know about these issues. And so, Sidus Marci Tatlu Carter, for that introduction. It's really nice to be back with you. I oh, yeah, and enjoy it. <laughs> it is. This is a really nice sort of Saturday. I like it. Uh, I mean, and especially in the time of lockdown, it's good to have this time to reflect, to discuss, to learn. And so once again, I am Michael Luhan Bavakwa. Buenas and hafadei todo samzu. Hello to everyone out there. I am a co-chair for the organization Independent Guahan, uh, along with Victoria Leon Guerrero. And so Independent Guahan is a community organization which is dedicated to educating the, the community here on island, the community, the Guam community, the Chamorro community at large about the importance of changing our political status, decolonizing the island, and how independence could be the best option with regards to that change. How, And so um, normally, Independent Guahan has a number of different meetings in the community. We have regular activities, assemblies, uh, regular sort of... Uh, forums, conversations, teach-ins. Now, because of the pandemic, because of social distancing, and because of the lockdown, we haven't been able to do that in several months. And so we've been working hard to take our outreach online, make it virtual. And so this, uh, the decolonization conversation, this radio series every Saturday in September is part of that. Also on Facebook, you can watch our, a lot of our activities happening uh, online on Facebook, in virtual forums. And so thank you to all of you that have been tuning in, that have been liking, that have been watching, that have been sharing. Really appreciate it. I'm really excited about today. I'm seeing a lot of questions coming in. And so if anyone calls in, let me know. Okay. But uh, one reason why you might want to call in, other than to talk to me, to hear my voice, I'm just kidding, <laughs> is... I am giving away T-shirts. Oh, cool! Independent Guahan. We have a we have a bunch of new designs that we've gotten in our sort of our regular iconic logo with the Guam seal and the indep- the word independence through it. We've uh, we have some new ones that just came in, including kids sizes. Okay. And so, if you come in, if you call in, ask a question, make a statement, sort of talk to me for a little bit. We will be. Uh, I will send. I will mail you a T-shirt. Maybe a few. Maybe if you have a family that's really interested in this. Right. Basically, it's uh, we're all in lockdown. We get a lot of our stuff either through social media, through virtual forms, or via the post office. And so if you call in, if you ask a question and engage in conversation, I will get a T-shirt to you somehow. Even if I have to send it by messenger carabao <laughs> to get it to you. And so please call in. What is the number? 477-103? Yes, that is the number. 477-100.3. And I actually believe we have two callers on the line right now. So if you want to take one at the moment, I've got it ready to go. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sidzus Masi. All right. Here we go. Hit Radio 100. You're live on the air. Hello. 
Half a day. Half a day. Half a day. Yes. Uh, hello. Thank you for uh, calling into the decolonization conversation. Hadzinanmu, uh, uh, or did you want to introduce yourself? Or? Sure. My name is Abner. Uh-huh. I moved here about uh, a little bit over a year ago from Florida, uh-huh. and I'm a civilian. Oh, half a day. Yeah. Um, I have a question in regards to the subject. Sure. Um, I want to know if uh, decolonization is the same as anti-military. Oh, so that is a very good question. Thank you for thank you for asking that because there are a lot of misconceptions about that. So did you did you want to say a little bit more before I, I I answer or? No, you can go ahead. Okay, and so decolonization is definitely not anti-military. Although one of the things that you might find about Guam, though, is that more than your average place in the United States, Guam has a fairly um, significant military presence. And so because of that, people often feel um, that, that when the military does things or when the military takes action, that the people here aren't part of the conversation or part of the process about what happens there. And compared to your, your average person that lives in a state where you have full representation in the federal government, you've got voting senators, voting congresspeople, electoral college votes, or even if you live in a foreign country where the United States has a treaty with your country, so therefore your interests are represented through the treaty, on Guam as a territory, you don't necessarily have that. And so because of that, one of the reasons why people feel that decolonization might be important is because it can get Guam to a new status where it can get Guam to become a state where it would have full representation in the federal government or get Guam to become an independent country where you would be able to negotiate a treaty or a status of forces agreement with the United States. And okay. So, so, oh, yes. So, oh, yes, go ahead. Oh, no, I am listening. Yes. And so... There are some people who are in favor of decolonization who are very critical of the U.S. military, um, who are critical of certain policies that it takes on island. But there is nothing that says that decolonization is anti-military. I think um, even if um, you were to become independent, for example, the United States has foreign bases in dozens of independent countries across the world. One of the differences, though, is that they are there because of a treaty or a relationship with that country, as opposed to here on Guam, where there's no formal relationship between Guam and the United States, other than Guam is owned by the United States. Right. Interesting. Um, Yeah, me and my friends uh, have spoken about it, and um, I myself come from a territory, uh, Puerto Rico. And so we we discuss topics like this, too, where... um, we believe the majority believes in independence, um, but we're so close to the U.S. that it it almost becomes a little bit more difficult. Mm. Um, and then being here in Guam, I just learned I have a lot of similarities to um, Puerto Rico, and um, and you know, and the people that live here kind of uh, educate me mm. on on their beliefs. No, thank you for sharing. I would love, I hope one day to visit Puerto Rico because I, I have different friends from Puerto Rico and we've been meeting in Zoom <laughs> over the past okay. couple of months. 
but um, and we're trying to start at least a, a cultural sort of network first too, where we can learn about each other more. Right. But then, um, well, thank you, and I would love to hear a little bit more about your experiences or your thoughts. And here in Guam, uh, sure. And then uh, the connections or the similarities. Well, um, I have family that's lived here um, for about thirty years, like my dad. Um, he is Puerto Rican. He's adapted to Guam uh, really easily because we come from an island, and so he. Uh, he's asked me to, you know, experience it for myself, and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I've been here for over a year, and I've made some really good friends, um, and I've adapted here really easily myself. Oh, wow. No, thank you for calling in. And by calling in, you do get a free independent Guahan shirt. And so, um, uh, Carter, could you take like a – could you get the – and so if you give uh, the producer Carter here sort of your address or how I can get it to you, um, I'll, I'll be happy to get it to you. Yes, Absolutely. no problem. Uh, so uh, I actually don't want to get your phone number out on the air. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, oh, I thought you could talk yeah. him on the side. The so uh, I'm, no problem, no problem. I will get your number. Uh, so uh, if you'd like, you can call me right after the show, and uh, we'll get your number privately, and then we'll be able to contact you independently, no problem. Uh, no pun intended, and make sure that everything's all good. I, again, I just don't want to get your number live on the air, or uh, you can message Independent Guahan oh, yes. or Hit Radio 100 on Facebook yes. or Instagram, uh, and then we'll contact you in any way. Uh, right now, I don't believe we can do like a pickup system right now, oh, okay. just because yeah. of the thing that's going on. Uh, but when it's all okay, we'll be good to go. No so, problem. hey, Sidus Masin, thank you so much for your, your question and uh, and sharing your experiences. Uh, thank you so, so much. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right. Thank you. And so, Hadzi Ochoa, who we have somebody else on the line? Yes, we do. So, we've got another caller right here. Hit Radio 100. You're calling in during the Independent Guahan Takeover. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hafidi, uh, my name is Nicole. Uh, thank you so much for taking our questions. Uh, I have two questions, actually. Um, I'll ask my first question, but uh, if there's time for my second question, uh, perhaps I can ask that as well. Oh, yes. Uh, otherwise, Hafidi, Nicole. <laughs> Otherwise, I can also, um, you know, send it to you, and you can answer at the end of uh, the end of the hour. Well, my first question is: uh, What effects can decolonization, or uh, specifically the results of decolonizing, have in relation to Guam's fisheries uh, or Guam's exclusive economic zone and to marine resource protection? Ah, that's a very important question because a lot of times we don't realize that. The power, and we see it in other countries. Sidus Masi, Nicole, for your question. Um, we see it in other countries around us that having just that basic sovereignty over your natural resources means that you can use them for economic gain or you can preserve them, that you can mm-hmm. protect them instead. And so what we see in places like Palau, for example, is that Palau had previously opened itself up to greater commercial fishing but then realizing sort of the potential impact that it might deprive future generations of fish and realizing that they could possibly, instead of opening themselves up in that way, they could instead brand themselves as a place for, you know, ecotourism, for sort mm-hmm. of natural environmental beauty, using their sovereign power then to, to stop a lot of the commercial fishing, to protect their resources. And so in terms of our EEZ, once you have that control over a sort of your internationally recognized domain, it's yours to protect or it's yours to 
to convert into economic gain. But the point, though, is that you, you get to discuss and decide as a society and a community, is this something we want to preserve or is this something we want to, to try to, to gain from economically? At mm-hmm. present now, Guam doesn't necessarily have that ability. People can fish uh, off of Guam's waters and the United States gets to collect the fees from that. We saw, we saw a few years ago that sort of what we feel the Marianas Trench is connected to the Marianas, is connected to Guam. We saw that the United States federal government gave part of it to the Federated States of Micronesia. And that's what happens if you, you may feel you're in control, but our political status should change because there's all these things that we don't really control. We may feel like we do, but every once in a while, you get like a slap on the back of your head that says, nope, you're not really sovereign. You're just a territory. And so, did you want to ask your second question? I mean, I, we still have we still have time. Sure. Well, thanks so much for answering that uh, that first one. Um, uh, I'd like to just give a that, that question is actually for uh, uh, for my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have another question um, uh, on the issue of uh, the repatriation of ancestral remains and uh, culturally culturally significant artifacts and uh, the protection of sacred uh, spaces in Guam. What kind of change in the status quo and decolonization open doors to? Ooh, it's a very good question because I know that you and so many others are concerned mm-hmm. about military construction up north and then we hear news that Laddie, air, Laddie, Laddie sites were possibly desecrated and destroyed and we hear news about new burials. And part of the problem here is that as a territory... You have a, you kind of have a place in this, but it's not a real place. So, if if for example Guam was independent and there was military bases here, and there would be, there would be a like a a treaty, which would indicate what the U.S. can do and they can't do, and in that treaty you could negotiate and the U.S. would say we want to do this these ten types of training, and you could work with them and then you could say no you can only do these five, you can't do these ten. And mm-hmm. then in terms of uh, the treatment of artifacts and sites like that, you could then write into that agreement what the rights of the people outside of the base are, what the rights of the, and the, the Chamorro people are, the native people are. Because right now, what we've seen with something like the public access uh, program, the uh, public access program, the programmatic agreement, is that the military makes this memo, this deal with us, and then they completely ignore parts of it. Mm-hmm. And so right now, if you, if you want access to historic, cultural, sacred sites on federal properties, there's a program that you're supposed to be able to use. The military ignores it or they, or they, right. they, they, ha- they, they don't take it very seriously, as many of us have found when we've tried to use it. And so one of the reasons you want to decolonize, and for me, independence is preferred, is because it... it it gets you a, a space there where you have to be taken a little bit more seriously. As a territory, you can always be ignored. All right. Well, gosh, thanks so much for uh, thank you so much for answering these questions. Hey, no, hago mas, just masin Nicole, and and please um, message me your uh, your mailing address, and then I'll get mm-hmm. you and itihumo loku your uncle too. I'll get him a, a shirt. Will do. Si Take care. Hago mas. Esta. Adjust. All right, so we've got the phone line still open, 477-100.3, 103, in case you need to get your questions out there, anything that you want to ask, how, what, 
why or how you can get involved, that's all something that can be answered here uh, right now alongside Michael Lujan Bavacqua during this independent Guahan takeover. And on the other side, uh, we've got some more questions that we can answer. And again, if you want to get some in, you can call us at 477-100.3. We'll take a short break right now here on Hit Radio 100.